All right, guys. Saints beat the Chargers 1917 in preseason game number two. Joined by Haley Elwood. We were just in the locker room. Haley, what'd you make? There was a lot to dissect in this game. A lot of good stuff for the Chargers, despite the loss. A lot of good things for the Chargers, despite the loss. Absolutely. A lot of turnovers in the first half, I think you would say. But I think the kind of overarching theme of this game to me was like, welcome back performances from guys who we haven't seen in a while. It's been a while for some of these guys. Jalen Watkins, Denzel Perryman. These are two guys who obviously battled injuries last year. Jalen never even saw the field in the regular season. So to have an interception in this game, for Denzel to have that forced fumble, it was so good seeing them back out there and seeing them make huge plays at the right times. I want to tackle Denzel first because I had to do no a pun double intended. take. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> I do not want to be tackled by Denzel. No, no one does. Uh, I saw him late in the third quarter go win, yeah. and I had to look at my roster and, and make sure there wasn't another 52. 52. I'm like, 52 something? Yeah. And he was all over the field. I'll be, listen, it's the second preseason game, so you're going against lesser competition, probably third, fourth yeah. string guys. But he looked like the old Denzel, and that hit, that forced turnover in the red zone certainly showed it. So he, I spoke with him in the locker room after the game, and he had a funny line where he said he hit the gap, but he actually hit the wrong gap to force the fumble. But it all worked out. Well, imagine I, if he hit the right gap. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um, I did ask him, though, about his playing time because he did play a lot, and he played a lot late. But he said for him it's all getting back to getting used to being out there and getting sense. used to that what he describes as the Forrest Gump race on his knee um, and just getting used to playing with that because it obviously is an adjustment and it's different but he said he felt good just to be back out there again and I think like I said earlier everyone here thought it was great too just to see him out there it was and obviously it's mid-August but you, you see shades of what he brings to the yep. defense and what he means how much he means yeah. because first half of the year from a run defense perspective I mean he was fantastic yep. and you lose him uh, you're decimated by injury at linebacker. And all of a sudden, that starts to become maybe a strength of this team. Haley. Totally. And that was a point of general manager Tom Telesco in this offseason. It was bolster the linebacking core. And you re-sign Denzel. You sign a guy like Thomas Davis, who obviously hasn't seen the field this preseason. Because yeah. why Doesn't at this need point? To. Doesn't, Doesn't need, need to. to. Um, you draft guys like Drew and, and Emeke. And then you just kind of build around them. And you've, like you said, you've kind of built this kind of solid core that should be a good focal point heading into the 2019 season because, hey, they played with no linebackers in that in those playoff games pretty much for the most part. And so they fixed it, they remedied it, and that's ultimately what needs to happen, especially in the run game. And you look at a guy like Denzel Perriman, he is the heart and soul. He's the hammer, man, he and he freaking hammered it today. He is the hammer. And, you know, Kaiser White, yeah. guys like that who started the first three games of last year. Uh, you mentioned Drew Tranquil, Jatavis Brown. Yep. Again, when – Derwin James goes down with an injury. Uh, to have your full complement of linebackers plus depth in the secondary, and we'll get to Jalen Watkins mm -hmm. because this is a guy who was maybe a projected starter for yeah. this team going into 2018 had he not gotten injured exactly a year ago in the preseason. I know, and that free safety spot, huge. You know, and obviously we know what's going on with Derwin James, and he will miss some time. So strong now seems to be kind of in flux. I think they move Adrian Phillips in there, as Coach Lynn said, but. That battle for that starting free safety spot, he was right in the mix there last year, and then he got hurt in the preseason, and now he seems to be back. He didn't play in that first game. I don't even believe he traveled, but he was out back out there today. He had that pick in the red zone. Denzel's force fumble was also in the red zone, so they had two red zone turnovers. Two guys we haven't seen in a long time. In a long time. Those, those welcome back plays, but, but it's good. It's good to see Jalen Watkins out there. It's good to see that depth. 
especially too when you haven't seen a guy like Nasir Adderley take the field yet. Yeah, and that's something we want to see sooner than later. Obviously, yeah. he just has to get healthy for him to be out there. Uh, but the the depth in the secondary, you know, you talk about Adrian Phillips, Rayshon Jenkins too, mm-hmm. who's been playing a lot of free. He almost had a pick today. Almost had a pick. <laughs> it, you know, he, he has played strong before. Yeah. Um, Tom Telesco singled him out this offseason as a guy who's really improved. So you're never going to replace a guy like Darwin. That just right. doesn't happen. You don't replace, you know, first-team all-pros like that. Yep. But you do have depth in the secondary, and I think it's going to be, you know, further tested over the next couple of weeks as we get to Indianapolis. It absolutely will be, and I think, hey, that's what the preseason's for. You get these guys in those situations. Not that there's ever a quote-unquote right time to have an injury, but at least you have games on the docket that don't mean anything at this point besides getting guys reps and getting guys valuable playing time to figure out what your situations and schemes are come week one. Yeah, so the, the turnovers in the red zone, obviously you don't want the Saints to get in the red zone, right. but it's bend but don't break, you get yep. the ball back. Uh, I want to talk about Cardell Jones. Yeah, he looked good today. 10 plays, 98-yard touchdown drive. Andre Patton was a big part of it, and he looked great, two scoring drives. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the best I've seen him look in preseason. You don't obviously get to see him in the regular season, but just from last year to this year, um, it, it was great to see him lead two scoring drives in the first half. I think so much through Cardale's development has been, can he take that next step? Can he be that guy? Can he get there? And I, I would agree with you. I think today was probably the best he's ever looked in a Chargers uniform out here. He looked great. And to your point about Andre Patton, Another guy didn't play in that first game in Arizona, but, man, he was having a great camp, and he parlayed that, hey, in a preseason game today. Yeah, I think he had four catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown. And actually, I think it was a third down, Haley, down here. He drew the defensive pass interference to keep the drive going, had a 10-yard reception to play after, and then obviously had the 24-yard touchdown. Um, But it wasn't just Andre. I I think this wide receiver competition, to me, is just so intriguing because Jeremy Davis, he's been here. He plays special teams. He had some nice snags. Um, Artavis Scott had some nice plays, especially late. He had a 31-yard reception from uh, Easton Stick. So outside Keenan, Mike, and Travis, who we all know, uh, you have some depth there and and guys who are fighting for a, a role on this team. Absolutely. I talked to Mike Williams last week in Arizona, and he was saying it's kind of fun to watch the rest of those guys in their wide receiver room this preseason because they're all so talented. And this is the opportunity where, look, it's hard to get reps in this league, ultimately, when you're a one-two, you know, when you're sort of in that fourth or fifth, I guess I should say, spot. But this is where it's made out here on this field. Exactly. So Mike was saying it's really exciting to see those guys just kind of come out each game and watch them and watch what they can do because they see it day in and day out not only on the practice field but they know how smart they are in meetings and everything like that but now they get to put it into action so it's been fun for even the players to watch as well and one of the things I I spoke with Andre about on our podcast and really just after the game is you know these guys are in competition but they're really not they they, they pull for each other I remember seeing Jeremy Davis have this awesome catch on that Monday night practice the first person cheering him on is Andre Patton it's so cool you know so that goes a long way and it's really hard when you look at three or not three four five and six rather I mean you can interchange those guys right now I mean Jeremy's ability to play special teams and how, how good he is on special teams I think is a big deal but Andre Patton He looked like an NFL receiver today. He really did. He absolutely did. He was making savvy plays out there. And then you look at a guy like Arteva Scott, who when you talk about that sort of camaraderie, he said all of last year, even when he was hurt, he was relying on Jeremy, that Jeremy was kind of that guy to like help him and pray with him and get through things. 
it is cool. There really is truly that brotherhood that may not, you know, be the case on some other teams, but it's awesome to see that. Yeah. As we get an airplane yeah, going uh, over we us, have a flyover, the maybe. ambient noise here <laughs> at Rocket Field at Dignity Health Sports, Sports Park. Park. <laughs> Jerry Tillery. Jerry Tillery, first welcome to time, the NFL, man. First time on a football field since I think the Cotton Bowl when they played Clemson, Notre Dame played Clemson. And what do you know? He gets his first sack. He gets his first sack. Uh, I asked him, you know, look, it, it took him kind of a little while to kind of get in the rhythm of camp and everything like that because he was still rehabbing. He said he really enjoyed kind of sitting, watching, and learning from the vets. And I asked him, okay, well, what are you hoping to, you know, kind of obtain? What are your goals over these next two preseason games? And he so dryly said, I want to win. And I went, okay, great. Good. That is great. Um, But I think what we saw from him today with that sack is what Tom Telesco had said after they drafted him. It is so hard to find guys who are 6'6", roughly 300 pounds, who are athletic. And you saw that athleticism today. His length. Yeah. You know, his length. And I envision him when when he gets ramped up and ready to go alongside Justin Jones, who's entering his second year. And it's been well documented, uh, Justin's diet. and Yep. Um, boxing. Yeah, boxing, all that stuff. Actually, yeah. it, I think one of the funniest things at training camp, Mike Pouncey was asked about Justin, and he says, yeah, man, it looks like he put on some weight. Yeah, she lost 20 pounds. <laughs> but just his body, the, the way it's changed, right. and just his strength, yeah. looks like he's gained weight, but he's lost 20 pounds. It looks like when, when Melvin Ingram kind of had that physical transformation a couple years ago, he just all of a sudden got, like, muscular. And he changed his body. And it's almost like something at one point for some of these guys must click and be like, all right, I'm going to do this now because their body is their ultimate investment with this game. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they use week in and week out. But that is pretty funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's hilarious. Yeah. Any other second half observations? Easton goes in. Yeah. Had that interception. You know, I think with a rookie quarterback, this is where you make your mistakes. You know, and obviously they don't want to make the mistakes, but it's going to happen sooner or later as a rookie, and may as well get it out now, right? 100%. I agree with that. And I think, you know, the big question with Easton over these next couple games, too, is how does he react, you know, after? How does he kind of come back, and does he show the resolve to kind of put that behind him and change things, change it up. And we saw that last week in Arizona. We did. And Coach Lynn mentioned that. He said that's the first thing I I really liked about Easton after that play is he, first of all, he pushed the guy out of bounds. So he made the tackle. He (laughs) he made the force out. But he just came back like it didn't phase him. Totally. Had 51 yards rushing, that 31-yard touchdown. Uh, So you can see the legs and the wheels. And it's funny because everybody compares him to Taysom Hill, even though they are very different in in size mainly, but Easton, I thought he made some good plays out there. It's just going to take some time. It will, but hey, you know, that's what these next couple games are for, and it'll be interesting, too. You know, so much has been made about the Chargers and starters playing time this preseason, or I guess you could say lack thereof. The third preseason game is always viewed as the dress rehearsal for the regular season. We don't know what will happen as far as how much we'll see the starters, if we see the starters, but regardless, it gives guys like Easton Stick more opportunities to get out there. And what's interesting about the the dress rehearsal this year versus last year, the Saints were actually the week three team that yeah. the Chargers played last year, and the joint practices led up yes. to the dress rehearsal. So even though you saw some of the, the ones play, they didn't play as much. Yep. And I, I look around the league, and Coach Lynn talked about it this offseason, about how he was going to take a, a long look at how much his starters were going to play. Again, I didn't see Thomas Davis out there. I didn't see Mike Pouncey out there. We obviously didn't see Phillip Rivers out there, a uh, few others as well. 
So it'll be interesting to see how many guys actually play against the Seahawks. Absolutely. It, it, I mean, exactly. It will be very interesting. And also, maybe even on the Seahawks side, how many of their guys, their starters, will play too? Yeah, Russell Wilson. We don't know yeah. how many reps he's going to get. Yep. And, and I think some of it too is just like, hey, we want to get to Indianapolis. And yes. I, you and I have seen Keenan Allen every single day in training camp. I don't need to see any more Keenan Allen until we one, right? We know what he can do. <laughs> we know so exactly many of these guys. Like, we know what they're capable of. Get them to Rocket Field at Dignity Health Sports Park week one. Come the Colts and let's get there. From a training camp perspective, Haley, what have you seen? What have you liked from this team? I think for me, the, the business-as-usual mindset yep. really throughout the, the first three weeks is just a lot of the same coaches, a lot of the same players. Obviously, you're going to have new guys, undrafted free agents that kind of make some splashes, but um, this is a team that is largely intact. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like training camp, if that makes any sense. It, it just feels like these guys have just been together, and it's just an extension of last year in some, some respects. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. And you have, like you said, these new pieces who have kind of come in, like, say, a Thomas Davis. But it's like he's been here all along. The way that guys like guys, yes, yes. it's way that guys like even Joey Bosa, who obviously doesn't play his position, but says he's taking so much knowledge from him. And then think about what a guy like Thomas Davis does with the linebacker room. I mean, Denzel Perryman has said a million times over how he's picked his brain. How does he keep his body I've right? I've seen so many dudes overcome? doing push-ups yeah, and, so and running to the football. Denzel said that Davis makes you run to the football. Yeah. So like Denzel was like like racing him to the football like in camp last week. I'm like, what are you guys doing? He's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I was just trying to get him because he, he stresses that. Yeah. But it's those little things. Tyrod, you know, obviously, knock on wood, you never right. want to see Phillip outside of a, totally. a on a sideline. Yep. But if, if you're going to have an insurance policy like Tyrod Taylor, that's the best in the league. 100%. And then flipping to even some of the rookies on the team, I feel like there is this overarching sense of maturity with this rookie class that some of these guys, like a Drew Tranquil, for instance, yeah. they just carry themselves with this maturity of like a savvy vet. And it blends in with this locker room seamlessly. Yeah. And in the offensive line, you got a lot of young guys with Trent Scott yeah. and Sam Tevy, um, Forrest Lamp, Dan Feeney. They played, I, I have to check the numbers on, on their snap counts today, but they played every single snap yeah. against the Cardinals. Yeah. But uh, I think you want to get those guys, especially second, third-year guys, Lamp specifically, who has not had the reps right. at the NFL level, you want to get him as many as possible in August. You absolutely do. And again, that's what these games are for. And I know that the Chargers actually, they I think they used a couple different offensive line rotations today. Mike Pouncey didn't play. But again, it's working things out at different spots, filling in people in different spots to try to figure out what that best possible combination is come week one. Well, we are going to be at Jack Hammond Sports Complex. Open practices are over, but the team's still going to... Camp rolls on. Camp rolls on. It doesn't stop for us, Haley. Hopefully, our listeners heard this because there was tractors, there was lawnmowers, there was airplanes, a lot of ambient noise. So I hope you guys heard it. Um, We'll be back throughout the week with more Chargers Weekly. Haley, always a pleasure. We're going to be doing this a little more often after games now. Yeah, a little more often. A little post-game Chargers podcast action. Thanks, Chris.